I'm Adam from the Digital Suit Podcast, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at gunnageek.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The intellectual podcast starts now. Hi, Whitney. Hi, David. How are you? I'm well and well. Um, so we're doing the podcast a little weird because the interview took place before the thing we're talking about, and this conversation is taking place after the thing that we talked about yeah. with the cast. So you're in the play Love Sick mm-hmm. uh, at Lamplighters Theater. Which you just saw this evening. We're which actually, I just saw uh, this evening, and we sat with the cast, mm-hmm. or m- members of the cast, not the entire cast, but quite a few of them uh, beforehand mm-hmm. and talked kind of vaguely about the play. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's really good. Thank you. Yeah, it was Glad really, really good. Um, I, I enjoyed it immensely. Um, you came on a good night. We had like almost a full house. Yeah, They were a very active audience. Like, yeah. They were laughing. I mean, I was, I was laughing a lot myself. Yeah. <laughs> there were a couple of times where I started laughing. I'm like, God, I hope other people are laughing because <laughs> I'm being really loud. Uh, but it was it was nice. It was it was um, it was one of those situations. Oftentimes, when you have an ensemble, somebody doesn't quite carry their weight. You know, like it happens. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a not being harsh on people. Just that's it just happens when you got nine actors. Somebody usually isn't pulling the same weight that everybody else is. But I really felt like this entire cast was really solid in every single scene that you guys had. Um, and you were mixing it up, different people working with different people on each, each one. And it was, it was really, I was impressed. We like, do have a solid impressed. cast. Yeah. They're all really good. Um, and what I, what I like about it, I mean, everyone meshes well. Like no matter who is in which scene with which person, mm-hmm. um, I feel like we've learned to play to each other's um, energy levels, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because obviously, like, the first scene that I have with Andrew, it is high energy. Yes. And then the next scene I have with Morgan, it really switches gears and it's a little bit lower. And same for Andrew. Like, his scene with Rihanna, um, it's it's on a different level. Like, they're just those characters. That's why earlier, I didn't get a chance to mention, but you were asking about how we differentiate our characters. I think for this show, or at least for me, it's the tempos. Because mm-hmm. um, each scene has a slightly different rhythm. Um, and I love, I don't i don't know if you noted the music that was chosen in the show, but I love that it's such a music heavy show because I feel like that plays into what happens within the scenes. Because you have places where it speeds up a little bit and then it slows back down and then you know some staccato sort of aspects. It's very, there's a musicality to the ensemble as well, which I really like. Yeah, yeah, the music choice is really good. Um, and I mentioned to, to Kristen Fogel afterwards, um, who, who directed the play, um, that I really liked the choice she made for using the scrim to create the kind of shadow vignettes that lead into each piece. Because um, it gives you just a little hint of what you're about to watch, you know, in a, in a very, interesting way it was it was a neat way to to find a way to kind of weave into each story um and, and make maximum use of a small bit of space yeah it was, it was very cool because it really it is a small stage but adding that um and it kind of added a, a backstage too because we're mm-hmm. able to travel back there um did it really so were you able to kind of guess what you were going into from the vignette yeah so there was the one uh where I think it was, were you back there holding the baby? I was holding okay. the baby. I thought so. I'm like, that looks like Whitney's silhouette, but you're holding the baby. And and then it's the couple sitting at a table with a birthday cake. And I went, I knew exactly where this story was going, um, which was cool because it's like when you're bouncing from different tales, like each one of those scenes is a totally different story to tell. It was neat to have a very quick kind of like, here's some backstory that you can fill in the gaps on your own before they start talking. Mm-hmm. It's a really interesting choice and very creative and intelligent choice. Like I really enjoyed that. I also like that they had the scene title blocks before mm-hmm. each one, because those are actually the names of each of the scenes that are right. in this play. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I don't know how they've done it in other shows, but 
you don't get that. And I feel like the titles really, I mean, again, it's one of those little hints to where the story is going. Um, so yeah, I would, I would love to see a, another staging of this just to see how they deal with these same issues. Yeah. It's always fun to see other yeah. interpretations of material that you've been a part of or enjoyed. Um, <clears throat> a, a particular note for me, um, I really, really enjoyed the lunch dinner <laughs> scene. And I really enjoyed your very first scene. Oh, thank you. Um, both of those um, just, I mean, I, they both had me just floored. Like, I thought they were so funny. Um, I was a little disappointed in people when they get to the interview will understand that I didn't see any blood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, fi- you know, I definitely got a, a number of the things that were talked about with the, was the OIRs, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so um, well, very funny. And, and how easily that, like, it could go from love to a colliding mess of blood and carnage. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it was, a, it was a great play. Um, so it's you've got uh, one more weekend. We do. Uh, so that that means you conclude. I'm curious. I don't know what dates we're at right now. Uh, it's the first weekend in August. Is so our, the first our weekend last of August. Date. So that's um, let me see the third, fourth, and fifth. We also have a show tomorrow. We have a matinee um, Sunday. I'm not sure this is going to go up before that. Oh well, <laughs> tonight's Saturday, so. Um, so yeah, the the last uh, shows are the first weekend in August. Okay, I'll, I will try to get this up sometime early tomorrow. Um, but uh, definitely make sure you go to Lamplighters in La Mesa and see one of the final three shows. Mm-hmm. So Friday, we have Saturday, uh, Saturday. Friday's an eight o'clock show, Saturday's an eight o'clock show, and Sunday is a 2 p.m. matinee show. Good. And you won't regret it. It's a very entertaining show. And it's a cool little theater. I've never actually been to Lamplighters before. Really? Like, I dropped friends off. Yeah. You know, to work on plays and stuff, but I never actually stuck around and saw a play there. So It's it was, one of those, like, it's small, but you can yeah. really utilize the space. Yeah, it's very nice. Very so. nice. Reminded me a little bit of, uh, of uh, North Coast Rep. Oh, um, yeah. Because Brian used to work at North Coast Rep. Yeah. And uh, I spent a lot of time there. Um, I like those intimate small spaces like that. They're, they're, they're very cool. Um, so cool. Um, thank you for, you know, inviting me to come out and watch it. And, I'm glad you got a chance to come out and see it. And, uh, I gotta say, I mean, I, it's a couple of Kristen Fogel's shows I've seen now and I really enjoy, I really enjoy her direction on stage. Yeah. She's a really good director. I mean, she's an easy, well, I mean, we talked about that with the actors earlier. It's really easy. I think maybe because she was an actor first before she was a director, but mm-hmm. she's very good with collaborating and letting the actors take the lead. Like, you know, she gives you leading questions like, wh- you know, what do you think this character would do and why do you think? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, you know, just tells you, hey, you know, this is working, this isn't, this is how this is coming across. Because um, we definitely had, like, there were a couple of, lo- like, the way I was saying certain things, she's like, the way it's coming across, it sounds like this. I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, how to adjust it and stuff like that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Lamplighters, three more shows next weekend. If this comes out on Sunday, uh, one show on Sunday. And, uh, you know, it's worth your time. It's definitely, definitely worth your time. Go check it out. And uh, my props to you and to Kristen Chandler and the whole rest of the cast. Thank um, you so specifically much. Specifically the two of you, you're the, you're the actresses I've worked with before. And <laughs> I was very impressed with you both tonight. It was Thank very you. Nice. Thank you very much. All right, guys, go out and support local theater. Yeah, Hope and you here, come see the show. And here's the interview with the cast of Lovesick on the Intellectual Podcast. Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck. Telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears. Oh, shit. I <laughs> All right, well, welcome to the Intellectual Podcast. I'm Dave Dawson. I'm Whitney Wegman. We're sitting with 
Kristen Chandler. Yeah, there we go. Oh my God. <laughs> Andrew Pearson. Andrew Pearson. And uh, you three, Whitney included, are all part of the play Love Sick at mm-hmm. Lamplighters Theater. Yes, we are. Uh, how long is the play running until? So this weekend and next weekend are our last weekends. It's already been running for, what, a month? Yeah. Three weeks, yeah. Wow, yeah. We had five, a five-week run, so it ends August 5th is our last show. Nice. So I'll get this up tomorrow if I can. Uh, cool. Certainly by Monday, so people can hopefully hear it and come to your final weekend. Yeah, they should. Uh, it's a really good show. Yeah, what can you tell me about it? Well, it is a dark comedy about different parts of relationships, like the timeline of a relationship. And it's in vignette scenes, and it's a huge ensemble cast. What else, guys? Help me out Pretty much if you've gone through a long-term relationship, you've experienced every part of this play. So the honeymoon phase, (laughs) the the, the first meeting phase, the honeymoon phase, the kind of getting bored with it phase. Even just the dating phase. It's just uh, Mm -hmm. the very beginning of what happens when you get butterflies in your stomach kind of thing. What's that like? Yeah, I don't don't remember. It's been a long time. Uh, No, uh, (laughs) no, I think this play has like a lot of ups and downs where you're following it and you're like, this is fun. This is fun. Oh, this is so great. And then it (laughs) takes a very sharp right turn. (laughs) This is not fun anymore. Yeah, Yeah, it's weird and awkward. Uh, I was leaving the other night and this, this old lady was like, you did so well. Oh, my God. I loved it. I loved the first act. The second act, too depressing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was too depressing. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, the second act does get a little dark. What's funny, though, is for us as the actors, we're sitting backstage cackling at the worst possible <laughs> things. We're horrible people, by the way. Um, but the audience is out here just like, oh, that's sad. And we're like, we're dying. We're dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like fun in some parts. And it's like happy and you're laughing going along. And then all of a sudden now they're breaking up. And it's like, oh, yeah. oh, well. Or we're just making fun of like how our fellow actors say things while they're on stage. That's true. We do do that. <laughs> there have been a lot of shenanigans in this show. People trying to make people break. And How big is the cast? Nine. Nine. D. Ninety. Nine. <laughs> nine people, nine vignettes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That seems to be a little bit of a revelation for you. Yeah. There, Kristen. Figured that out. <laughs> Four weeks in. It's and, okay. Um, Last night, I just figured out which vignette is the one before intermission. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> oh, do we end here? When is intermission coming? It's like, how long have you been doing the show, bro? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone has two scenes except for Kristen has three. She's a somebody backed out, so that I got I got pushed in. You should have gone with over. Pushed her in front of a train. <laughs> yeah, we pushed her out. I pushed her out. It was like I want three. I have to have three. <laughs> but they're really each very different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that would be something to discuss. How did you come about deciding how each of your characters would change and be different for each scene? Well, I don't, I don't necessarily like change the characters. I change the reaction in the situation. But one night I was standing there on stage and I was thinking, oh my God, I'm the exact same in every, in every scene. <laughs> I was like on stage thinking that going, uh, and then you start thinking, I'm on stage thinking that I am a horrible actress. <laughs> what am I doing? Um, but I don't know. I just, I let like the scenario guide my reaction. So then I guess that becomes a character, I guess. I don't know. I, I really like the, um, my scene with Carla uh, playing her wife, I I love doing like emotional scenes. I love something that's heartbreaking, you know. Um, so, yeah. When you're on stage and you find yourself thinking of something you shouldn't be thinking of, like, how do you get yourself back on track? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just I have to go back into it, I, and 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 I realize that I'm I'm not doing the audience any favors by just sitting here going like, what am I going to do after this show, <laughs> you know? But I think I think that's why last night's show was so weird is because I was in the scenes just paying t- attention to what was going on. I think that was finally freaking three weeks later. So, so you're more in the character brain I than think active so, brain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How long did you guys rehearse before you opened? Like a month, a month and a half. 
No. No, it wasn't? It was like a month. Well, I think it, it was a long time, but the the um, rehearsal schedule was so short. Yeah. We only had like one a week, two a week sometimes. Yeah. It wasn't really stressful at yeah. all. Yeah, so maybe a month and a half, but only like one time a week. Yeah. yeah. Did that feel like enough rehearsal, or do you feel like you're still kind of finding it as you've been going? I felt like once Tech Week came around, I thought we were cool, man. Yeah, Tech yeah. Week, we hit it hard. Like, we were here every single night, yeah. so we, we got it down. <laughs> but I don't know if, if it's just me or, like, other actors are like this, but I, I after the first week opening, then I relax into it. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, okay, I got this now, finally. Yeah. I can agree with that. So I, I just recommend never coming to opening week of <laughs> 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 any of my shows, at least. <laughs> what do you guys feel like the hardest part of this show was? Is <sighs> that one night on stage where I was <laughs> trying so hard not to smile anymore uh, in our scene. <laughs> that was probably the fucking hardest night. Sorry, can I say that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that was, I just had a dumb grin on my face. <laughs> there was no reason why. And you just got. As soon as we looked at each other to kiss, I just the whole time had this stupid grin on my face. And I was like trying so hard to get rid of it. I don't know what it was either. I couldn't was, look at you because yeah. I'm like, if I look at Andrew, I'm going to lose my <laughs> shit and start laughing. There was one night in rehearsal, though, where we like had a giggle fit that lasted most of rehearsal. Yeah, I think. Like, every time we try and talk to each other, we just lose it laughing. Yeah. So it felt like there was a little bit of that yeah, there. It's I think, like, remember? I think Kristen and Joey were like, they were sitting right here and they were just like, it was like 11 o'clock and we were all tired and me and Whitney were just like we kept like just fucking up and like <laughs> making each other laugh and then she's like what'd you say where are you come from and I lost it because I was like what the fuck where did you come from what that's not even English yeah. <laughs> I smushed together so you'll see when you see the show but I smushed together to the lines and that's how it came out um yeah, Joey and Kristen were ready to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Joey and Kristen are the directors and mm-hmm. assistant director, we should say. Yeah, um, we should say that. But didn't you guys think that like the hard part of the play was all the direction that the playwright gave us and the interruptions yeah. and stuff? Yeah, so this playwright, the way he, I should run in there and grab the script. It's like reading hieroglyphs because he has different like this slash means that you say things together or it's run on or this is what you're thinking but don't say it yeah usually, it's like a script written code yeah <laughs> usually playwrights write the play and don't really tell you how to how they want you to act in it but this guy wrote the play and he was like this is how you're gonna he act directed it. it yeah, yeah. He, he directed it, he directed without it. Being very here. specific yeah mm-hmm. do you find that restricting as an actor yes mm-hmm. yeah but i mean it was up to our director to say yay or nay yeah. on it so and she was like i'm gonna do my thing yeah and then some of his you know yeah it was but, like a mixture i mean some of them are mm-hmm. you know good directions and others it's like it was just really specific mm-hmm. and kind of annoying yeah <laughs> And like you, I'm sorry, like you wrote it for like people who had never acted before. Yes, you know? yeah. yes, like yeah. acting 101. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. This is how you say it with this emotion yeah. next to it. The way it's written is really challenging also because it's very true to how we speak. Things like the saying, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. And so you have lines that you're, the response you're getting is, yeah. And then. Yeah, the two things that actors hate are lists and single word responses, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, okay. But also um, repeating too, yep. repeating and repeating. Yep. And then <laughs> on my side, because both my characters talk a lot, I'm just like, okay. That one word response really helps me for triggering what yeah. the hell I'm supposed to say next. <laughs> oh. Oh, it was the second scene was my challenge, the one with Morgan, because of that. At least with Andrew, we say things together, so yeah, it's most, like... like half of our script is all in unison, so yeah. we easily helped each other learn the lines, yeah. So you, you all have a couple different scenes. Are you playing the same characters in no. each scene? No. They're different characters. So what's the challenge in being on stage on the same night and playing a different character from one scene to the next? How do you keep it straight? I mean, Kristen, you obviously said you don't. <laughs> um, you know, but the other two, like, how, how do you how do you keep that straight? How do you 
stay within a particular character from one scene to the next when you're having to shift gears through the night? I try to watch my mannerisms uh, and make sure that they're not too similar to the first scene that I just did. Because I feel like every... All of our characters in the show, like, could... And every scene could be us, those characters, years later, you Mm -hmm. know? So, like, I tried to watch, like, the mannerisms that I do and um, where I put my hands and, like, how I'm talking in one scene as versus, like, how I'm talking in another scene. Because the first scene, the guy's got obsessive impulsive disorder and he's, like, you know, they're both kind of all over the place and, like, nervous and We're both a little each other. up and neurotic. Yeah, and then my other guy, he's, like, not sure if he wants to be married, so he's just, like, nervous, and uh, so I just try to watch how I say, Just I just try to make them as different as possible with still having a little bit of myself in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your process in finding the mannerism of a character? Um, I take a, a little bit for myself, so I'll think about how I am when I'm, like, if when I'm in situations like that. Like, yeah, this is pretty much how I'd move, like, if I was, you know, doing this. Um, and then when I'm nervous, like, when you see me up here, I I'll, I take things, like, I rem- like when I'm actually feeling these feelings, I'll be like, oh, this is this will be good to remember for when I'm, like, doing something, like, when I'm acting and some shit like that. So you'll see me do things like this, like, and this is stuff that I He's do, like, when knees, I'm nervous. Uh, yeah, for, for the podcast yeah, r- yeah rub my knees or, like, uh, <laughs> I'll just, like, kind of... Uh, bounce my legs up and down stuff like that yeah so you find the little physical yeah tricks. yeah i find the little things that i do and then i'll just throw them in there for whenever i'm feeling those things yeah what about you Kristen? how do you approach finding a character well like i said i i just use the scenario that's going on you know each each character in this in the three that i'm doing are in completely different scenarios with different people so everything changes we got another person to ask. <clears throat> How's your voice? The voice is doing better. Oh, good. Hey. That's my name. Hand that to you. Why, hello. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself since you're just coming into the room. Well, this is Andre Urbano. Hey, you can talk. <laughs> my little voice and all. Yay. <laughs> uh, Andre lost his voice yesterday. Yes, but slowly recovering. So good to know. Oh my gosh, that was <laughs> so scary. I know, right? <laughs> Have so, you been having any honey? I've been having a little bit of honey. Yeah, yeah. I'd, be, I would, I'd down honey when yes. my throat's like, yeah. Yes. I'll just like, yeah. <laughs> my mom's solution anytime she had any vocal problems she was a singer uh was ginger root tea like Ooh, straight straight up Ooh. ginger root boiled in hot water oh that's a good idea and uh i've i've used it myself whenever i have voice problems you know because i do a lot of podcasting and whatnot and it always like just fixes whatever's going on hmm. in my throat nice definitely do need to start trying ginger i keep hearing about it though yeah mm-hmm. it's good. I love well, ginger. it fixes your tummy yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it fixes your tummy, it fixes everything else up. Yeah, it's it's a little harsh going down. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I I've had it for sushi before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, what so I drop in on, yeah. What, what what parts are you playing in the play? Well, I'm playing a singing telegraph man for one, <laughs> and then I'm I'm playing this guy named Ben who tries to confess to his boyfriend. Ooh. So yeah. Which That's was scary last that. night because he had to sing. Oh so my god! Yeah. His voice Singing was almost so completely weird. gone. <laughs> we were just discussing how we f- differentiate between our characters in the show, or how you find the character. So, how do you find your character? <laughs> it, it's always so funny to think about my characters. Um, I do it mainly because um, my differentiation is um, seeing Telegraph is kind of like um, he's kind of on a mission. He has a job, <laughs> just like straight up. And it's him just trying to figure out how do I avoid sending this message to this very excited woman. <laughs> and then I think Ben is a lot more open, trying to like, or he thinks he's open. He tries to open himself up to Andy and so forth, but has a lot of weird issues come along in that relationship. So I, it's definitely a lot of different like emotional levels during mm-hmm. that. I feel more energetic as a telegraph than I do as Ben. 
<laughs> so the, the play being about relationships, um, how close are some of the things you're playing is it to some of the experiences that you have in your own life? How much are you able to just draw off of real experience? How, how much are you having to kind of reach for? I, when I'm in grocery stores, I <laughs> walk up and just make out with women all the time. <laughs> You'll get that joke after you see the show. <laughs> yeah. so, well, they, they always tell me that grocery stores is like the best place to pick up pick women, up and I have yeah, no idea how that well, works. The play is based around the Super Center, which is kind of like a Costco, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I don't think I'd want to pick up the people I see in Costco, just mm-hmm. saying. It's better than the women you see at Walmart. <laughs> That's yeah. true. People at Walmart. Point taken. <laughs> But uh, yeah, okay. So, so the the specifics of the moment aside. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, um, there's definitely been times where I've seen a girl or whatever in a super center and thought, oh, maybe I should go talk to her. And then you get, I get those same feelings, those butterflies. Like, oh fuck, no, I'm not talking to her. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, why would I do that? And then uh, it's a little different for ours and uh, our and obsessive impulsive because. It would be, I feel like, so much easier if life was like that, you know? Like, where we just be completely honest. Yeah. People just equally, like, went for it. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think people can walk away from this show picking out different things, a part of them, yeah. seeing that. Because you say something in the very first act that I just, I never forget all the time. And it's, you, you think a thing and you do it. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You think a thing, you do it. You think a thing and you do it. And, like, all day long, I'm like, okay, well, you think a thing and you just do it. Just go. Like, yeah. So there's pieces in this show, I think, that you could take away from in your life. And it's so relatable. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's, it's grains of truth, you know, that all of this is built on. Yeah, it takes it to a really extreme place, but mm-hmm. it's all grounded in, like, yeah, there, the first moment, that love at first sight sort of mm-hmm. concept. Um and then going into the harder part, which is the being in love part, yeah. or not, in when some of the cases. You, something that I always remember you say, is, and that it sticks with me, uh, something that Kristen says is, sing it, sing Telegram Man. <laughs> what? what does that have to do with your life? Do you know, say man. that? Just, he gets a lot of telegraphs, uh, that's in, for sure. My, yeah, I, in my head, I'm, I'm just always like, sing it, singing Telegram Man, because I just <laughs> like the way you say it. <laughs> it has nothing to do with my life. You have a weird life, dude. <laughs> I think the one that I, the, from our scene, the line that I feel is always really grounded in truth is um, when my character says, um, I should probably just be alone. That way I don't hurt anyone. Yes. I think so many people... That one breaks my heart. ...have that concept of themselves. Like, they... I think I should just be alone, not break anybody's heart. Well, yeah, and they think that they... <laughs> that sounds like they inner have monologue for me. so mm-hmm. much baggage that they are undeserving of love. Mm-hmm. And that's the crazy thing about these characters is because they both have this dysfunction, they're like, oh, we shouldn't go for it because we're both really fucked up. Yeah. It's like, well, who isn't? Yeah. And a lot of times we've actually heard Aud- when we leave at the end, Audible like, oh, yeah, they're really rooting for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I like to think that they end up together in yeah, the most dysfunctional relationship yeah, ever. Yeah. Later on, when they're um, <laughs> when they're uh, OIRs or one to one billion, two hundred seven million, or whatever, they're like, oh my god, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna understand that I know. at all. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have to come see the show. Have to come see the show. Spoiler. 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 Oh, I are very important. They they won't understand any of these things until they come see the show. We're talking in code right now. So come see the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're getting at. Listen to this so that you can be like, oh my god, I get the jokes now. (laughs) What are the challenges of uh, doing multiple scenes uh, uh, on 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 a stage like here at Lamplighters, like? How different do you change the sets between pieces and stuff? Like, how, how much work is it to, it's to recreate light. the environment? Mm-hmm. It's light, but it took a lot of practicing and being like, okay, you're moving this and you're mm-hmm. moving this and go. Yeah, nobody likes to see people move a set. Yeah. So we do it really fast. Yeah. And well, you dance it's really it out, easy. as I've learned. I dance it out? I dance it out. Oh, yeah. Andre dances it out. Yeah. <laughs> Sing, dance. I have to like read. I have to read signs in the dark of where they're supposed to go, and I'm like, (laughs) 
what? I can't see. Then I'm like, I don't care. Just forget it. No one's going to read them. Uh, I, I mean, I bring out a toilet and that's even pretty fast, you know? Yeah. yeah. You've, You've got that down. With that that's yeah, that's the largest set piece, I yeah. think. We have a toilet. past the little squares. Like, we could have used a chair, but no, we got a real toilet. Yeah, we got a real no, toilet. Yeah. And <laughs> We're not heavy. joking around. And I'm moving it pretty fast. <laughs> and it always gets laughs when it gets wheeled out first. Like, I'm wheeling out and someone's like... <laughs> the biggest star. It's just, it's funny all on its own. Here, you can have mine. No, All right, got, we I have some one. more actors oh, okay. joining us right now. Sit down, pretty pretty so, girl. I've got one, I've got one okay. left. My wife is here. <laughs> my character wife. We know it's getting close to call because everyone's showing up now. You can have mine, and then <laughs> Rihanna can have a new one. Lay on the couch and take her there. Here. Talk. Come join us instead. Here, sit down. I'm so tired. Just come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just come on. <laughs> It's very non-threatening. It's not not a big deal. All right, so folks who just came in, please introduce yourself for the audience. Take it in mic. Clips, clips. Is this okay? Yeah. I'm Carla Navarro. Rihanna Renee. And what what are your parts in the play? <laughs> what are what's my name in my uh, in my scene? Do you remember? I feel uh, like that's Celia. something you should know at this no, point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, Celia and Kelly. No. Well, I just I've just got done with work, so I'm a little. Uh, <laughs> I'm just rushing up to the character. Your character assholes. Your uh, turn in thirty-five, and the other one. I know that. Uh, Jill. My name is Jill. There you go. Oh, nice. Good. Well, that's an interesting question. Let me ask that because uh, you guys you guys have been Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. So for most of you, I'm sure you worked Friday and then had to come here and, and do the production. How do you go from work? eight hours of the day or more, and then get into the mindset of being on stage. Like, what is that process for you? How, how do you how do you get the energy up? I know at the end of the day at work, I don't want to do anything. Well, <laughs> Whitney's pointing to her energy drink. Well, I'm like sponsored I said, by I Red I was going to go take a nap on the couch backstage. <laughs> so that was going to be my Well, thing. don't you think that having like the energy of the cast here gives oh, you, yeah. like, wakes you up? Mm -hmm. but that's how I feel. As soon as I walk into the theater, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Well, not, not so much for me. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the, the energy of the cast definitely helps. Definitely helps, especially I am not on stage until the very, very end. So mm -hmm. I have a lot of downtime. Um, but yeah, the energy of the cast, everyone is, is really, has a really playful um, kind of connection. So that really helps. And then I do like a warm up, maybe like 20 minutes before I get on stage. And so that's how I get all the silliness out of my head and be able to put up with uh, Kristen and, and Steve on stage. Um, and by the way, my character's name are, uh, the first one is Liz and the second one is M. Oh, yeah. Short for Emily. Uh, yeah, yeah, short I know my, both of them. Huh? Yeah, 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 the first is Liz, short for Lizard. So. <laughs> she had time to think about lizard. that. Really. And what's been the greatest challenge for the two of you in the play? Uh, Kissing Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm so glad I don't have to kiss anyone. I don't know if I could do a stage. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's uh, we have to roll uh, on stage, like roll on the floor on stage, and uh, my knees are bruised up by doing that. And oh. last week, yeah, last week uh, I got this little trophy Ooh, right oh, wow. here. Oh wow! Very involved. We have some yeah, highly choreographed makeout scenes. <laughs> Beating you on yeah, stage no, with the sign that keeps breaking. <laughs> Sign. <laughs> yeah, that, but I, I didn't. Mean, what I was the question? Rough. The most challenging thing? Yeah. yeah. Being blindfolded. Oh yeah, that's pretty challenging. I kind of like that. Uh, can you not see at all? Uh, I can see like down. Yeah, because yeah. I can't see, and people oh. are like, "It's just toilet paper." I'm like, "No, I legit <laughs> like can't see out of the toilet paper it's at that all." Two ply. Well, are you, yeah, it's good stuff. I'll open them though, mm -hmm. and I still can't. Like, I can see light. Right, I can't I'll, see no, anything. I'll catch else. myself like because I can see closing my eyes under the tie. <laughs> yeah, so that you just yeah. Can't and I'm see like, no, why do I do this? They don't know I can't see. Because you guys real. Method, method, yeah. <laughs> you gotta feel blind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> blindfolded in heels. Mm. Yeah, Ooh. in a wedding dress. I forgot a about that dress. part. Those heels are pretty. And that door. 
Yeah, that door, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Like I, I put it on those things every night. And it's still. And what does it look like? Does anybody know? The rubber what stoppers. What does it look like when we're sh- opening and closing the door? Like, does it look realistic at all? Last night the door it's a was fine. Door. Was it? I thought the, it moved. I, last night was probably the best night for that door. So what he's referring to is there's a door on casters <laughs> and there's rubber stoppers. And of course, it's a freestanding door, so it's challenging to open and close without rattling and not looking and, like an actual moving. door. Yeah. And moving. Because um, it's on wheels. Just painting a, vi- a visual yeah. there, since we are just painting you know, our audio. stage yeah. with yeah. words. <laughs> the challenges of performing on stage with pieces that move around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to watching it. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> I wish. Like at one point I was supposed to sit on the toilet, which I was really looking forward to, but oh. that changed. <laughs> that changed somewhere along got the rehearsal process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That toilet is. It seems very comfortable. It's, it's the more we're talking, the more David's like, "What the hell yeah. kind of show am I gonna watch?" That, that toilet is full of the toilet paper that after the scene oh. you throw, and I just like put it in. Ew. In the toilet. Oh, girl. Oh, it's on my man. face. Yeah. And it's not like the toilet yeah. has water so in it. So she's wiping her ass on the stage and I'm picking them up with my bare hands and putting it in the toilet. That's love, baby. Let's just make it clear that that does not happen. No. <laughs> but, you know, if you're into it, it might, you never know, so just show up. But this isn't, okay. <laughs> Fine, yes. Whatever you like, we're selling it, so come and see the show. <laughs> I will say, I do wish I had the couch in my scenes. That couch like, is comfortable. It looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, that couch is it, comfy. Do you sit on it? Well, I, I sit on the arm, so it's not even uh, the comfortable part. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm I a percher, though. I, I relate part. to that sitting on, like, the bench part of it. <laughs> it probably but. sucks in your energy, though. I mean, if you relax, it kind of, like, takes your energy out, I imagine. Well, if I'm more relaxed, then I'm more relaxed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I, that's why I like my second scene, because I get to sit. <laughs> I like to sit. I almost uh, tripped on that couch one night when I was walking by. Oh, the I forgot it was there. I almost died. Uh, <laughs> it's a big couch. Yeah. It's I don't know how comfy. I missed it that night. Yeah. Were you blindfolded? <laughs> I wasn't. It was just dark and I just <laughs> forgot it was there. So who who's the director? Kristen Fogel. Kristen Fogel? Yes. And how did you all feel working with her? And have you worked with her before? I'm just nodding my head. Nodding. Can you hear yeah. my... Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've yeah. worked yeah. with her. Nodding, nodding works great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's great. Oh, have we all worked with her prior no, to this? No. 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 She was oh. my costumer once, but I feel like this is a much more different kind of yeah. <laughs> tackle on the you know tech side with working with her. It's been a pretty free, or kind of like a free process. So she she kind of lets us be intuitive with our work. Okay. Uh, she's not controlling at all. So um, yeah, like so she's the walking. opposite of the script. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll talk into your chest. <laughs> <laughs> For the blocking, she didn't have it like all organized. She was just said, you know, where, let's see where you land. Mm-hmm. And that's always so nice. Mm-hmm. And then if it, you know, if it looked really good, then she's like, yes, keep that. Mm-hmm. Or if not, it's not working, let's yeah. try something else. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was kind of up to us to try something else. Um, I, I think the only part that was like really strongly choreographed is like the aggressive kissing scenes, yeah. mm-hmm. which kind of had to be, or else we might kill each other. Wow, the bruises yeah. speak volumes. Yeah, no way. <laughs> well, I, don't, I mean, I tried to take Anders' head off a couple times, apparently. So. Oh. Sometimes it's like hard to control. Oh, the beginning of that hit. process was pretty funny. <laughs> we have hit noses a yeah. few times. I'm like, so I get nosebleeds really easily, so I'm like surprised, like I didn't just start bleeding on stage oh, and continue God. the scene. No, oh, I'll be looking for that So sure. funny. <laughs> Well, at least we have toilet paper. I was going to say, yeah, right right there. go into right the there. toilet and get out some of that toilet Celia. paper that's in there. Let's <laughs> toilet paper, please. <laughs> Just combine all the scenes. Just people coming out. Mine are basically combined. Yeah, one after the other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my get God. right off of work to confess my boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> hey, boo. <laughs> that's a joke I always like to say with my partner. <laughs> so last night, your voice wasn't there. Oh. Hardly, <laughs> and you're supposed to. How did how did you approach the night with with a situation like that? I mean, I've always been one of those guys who's just like take your lumps as you have them. I I just kind of ran with it, you know. Give as much as a voice as you can, and like make sure the scene goes through. 
yeah, my yeah. partners depending on me so we we're all <laughs> make sure i'm still standing <laughs> yeah we were we are we're all commenting that it didn't sound like you because your voice was like a lot deeper oh, of course yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the song i watched the song i'm so proud of you <laughs> it worked really well though it you did. know it was very like sultry version of that song. <laughs> no, I tried to do my best with it. <laughs> oh, it worked out really well. It did. Oh, thanks guys. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. So around around the circle, like just real quick, give me a little background on your your acting history. Like because like I know Whitney's got a master's degree in acting. You know? <laughs> kind of gross. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. She's the bookworm. Well, right? I'm sorry. Excuse me. But but one of the things I love about acting is it's it's not a, it's not just about going to school. Like everybody comes at it from a different mm -hmm. perspective and a different angle and different experiences to get to where you're at. You know, just kinda how much training have you had, you know, like what brought you to it? You know, why, why, why do you put yourself in front of an audience every night, <laughs> you know, hoping they'll applaud? We'll, we'll start with you before your voice goes out. <laughs> of course. Um, well, experience-wise, I've, I've mainly been a dancer for like five years. So I mainly do like musical theater, dancing and ensemble. Mm -hmm. And I've only just like in the last two years started to do like actual like scene acting work. like actually being an actor kind of thing it's just like jazz hands in the back <laughs> yeah just like slowly getting up there <laughs> I, that's why i also understand like taking your injuries as you do them there you go what uh, what motivated stepping out of the choir if, if you will and and stepping in front like what, what's what motivated you two years ago to start doing that um i got inspired by my other actor friends they're really starting to make a push towards like getting like representation out there in the uh, like you know theater world i'm filipino by the way if you guys don't know there's no denying the accent <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and just a lot of my other filipino friends were just like you have the chops to like get out there so like start taking shots do it and i finally did good nice but you um i I, I mean, I don't have a master's in... Uh, <laughs> I just threw it I have, an, I have an associate's <laughs> degree, and that was, I mean... In chemistry. <laughs> that was, I, I, have, I have my associate's in performing arts, and that was really because I needed the financial aid money, so I was like, I might as well just go to school for it. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I went to high school, and we specialized in, uh, like, video production, multimedia mm -hmm. production there, and, uh, and then after... Uh, high school and like during college I started to look for work in community theater around San Diego because I had never done theater I, I was always doing kind of film stuff and uh and then I just kind of started looking up uh community theaters around San Diego and auditioning and then that's how I met uh Kristen our director and um and then she kind of just dragged me around community theater, like, <laughs> knowing her, she like... She's a force of nature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I do that, and I've, I've done some uh, short film stuff. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, here and there. I, I, I really like film. I like the, the whole puzzle aspect of it, but I, I, I enjoy doing theater because of the in the moment live reaction mm -hmm. when the people are supposed to be giving it <laughs> not when they're in the front row and they're like oh no oh what <laughs> uh, or they're like whispering like lines to each other my lines to <laughs> i have a line one time and he whispered the actual number like and i was like that threw me off <laughs> like, is that the number what the fuck <laughs> um, how did he know yeah uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just I like the um, the immediate reaction that you get back, the <gasps> the gasps and the laughs, you know. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't know that you could go to school for theater until I went <laughs> to a a, a college uh, like preview day, and I was listening to this guy um, John Mariano talk about because he was a theater professor. So I was like, wait a minute, you can do that? Like, I can go to school and like, get a degree in theater? The heck She's am I from over Wisconsin. Here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I over here talking to this math guy for? Like, I freaking like math. So that's what happened. I went to school, got my bachelor's in theater performance. And then I moved out here after I graduated. 
and it took me a little while to get my feet wet but I started with the Murder Mystery Cafe and I met Lydia. Uh, oh, Lydia Real, she's yes. been on this show. Yeah. Yes. We've interviewed her. Who then Ms. introduced Nolchos. me to Kristen Fogel, who was my very first odd uh, director here in San Diego at Lamplighters called The Supporting Cast. And so I've just been doing community theater ever since, I guess. Cool. Yeah. All right, my turn. Um, <clears throat> Spotlight on you. <laughs> Uh, my first, or I guess my first motivation to do theater uh, was probably when I was about 11 years old. I was pretty young and my mom took me to a show in which her best friend's father was in. He was an actor, veteran actor, and this was kind of like a drama, a little inappropriate for an 11 year old. Um, that might explain a lot of things now. Uh, <laughs> and I remember seeing this woman, she was a pianist and she had this very dramatic like moment where she throws her, I don't know, musical scripts, I don't know what they're called, the, her book, she just throws it on the floor and yells and cries and I'm like, oh shit, I want to do that. I was so enthralled. Uh, and then a few years later I started taking little workshops. Um, Oh, this was in Santiago, Chile, by the way. And uh, and so when I turned 18, I was, you know, I get out of high school and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, and in Chile, things are a little different. Education is a little different. So you get out of high school and you go straight to, you know, university or um, so you don't, it's not divided in like associates or bachelors. So you just kind of like get a degree in something. So I went to theater school, and um, and then a few years after that, I moved back to the U.S. and and that was in San Diego. So that was kind of kind of like Rihanna, where I just didn't know what to do. Uh, I was part of a theater company, and uh, back in Chile, and so I had never auditioned before. I had never. I didn't know what it was to be an actor, just like on your own. So um, so I took a few. <coughs> classes at community theater and I talked to the teachers and they were kind of like, yo, just get your monologue together and just go start auditioning. And so that's what I did and that's what I've been doing ever since. What was the first role you landed? Um, it was <laughs> it was a, a take on The Tempest. It was called uh, Calvin's <coughs> Island and it was kind of a um, an adaptation of The Tempest, but it, it was merged with um, uh, Gilligan's Island. So it was kind of like the Gilligan's Island uh, characters, but with the plot of The Tempest. So uh, we were still using uh, kind of like the Shakespearean text, but it was a little um, changed. And my role was, uh, I don't even remember. Well, it was Miranda, but uh, what is Marianne, the one with the pigtails, mm -hmm. the, like mm -hmm. All-American yeah. Girl? Yeah, so that was, that was it. I was uh, probably... 40 or 50 pounds heavier, and I had to wear shorts and a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> that was uncomfortable. <laughs> now, if we just pass that mic over yes. to Kristen so she doesn't have to talk into your chest. Because <laughs> that's awkward. You don't need to hold it like that. Just, Can just I just hold it like this? I want yeah, to. Yeah, like that's okay. <laughs> I want to hold it like this. Feel like the She's the diva. If you guys. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know why they keep calling me that. <laughs> so mean. Hi, Kristen Chandler. Hi, David Dawson. So you and I go a long way back. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But you didn't know my play days. I saw you in one play. You saw me in one then. play. You hated it. I didn't hate it. I mean, you didn't. Really I like you in it. <laughs> there you go. The important part. That's what they that. always say. <laughs> I hated the show. You were really good, though. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> um, I started, uh, well, like Carla, my mom took me to plays when I was a little kid every summer. And so I, the same thing. I saw, like, one of the actresses. I was like, I want to do that. And so um, then up until I moved to San Diego, I didn't do anything. So over uh, 18 years ago, I started um, classes at the Old Globe uh, Theater. And then, um, and then I just got into theater and theater's my first love. And I think that when you go to theater, you're also going to an acting class every night. You're getting basically a free acting class because you're practicing your skill and uh, you're working you know, your muscle. I always tell everybody if you want a free acting class get into community theater you know it's the easiest thing but so then i did um 
plays and um, short films and then I got an agent and commercials and film films and yeah now I'm back to theater for a little bit just for practice well you kind of bounce between I do yeah. I, I want to be doing something creative at all times so if this two months of my life is theater the next two months will be you know something else so. excellent once upon a time you spent two and a half months working on a film with me I did in a in a in a uh, trailer <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun yeah. and uh, yeah so now now here we here are, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney I kind of glossed over what you've I mean, what you do, honestly, but. our our audience hears from me a lot. They can go back and listen to like the first time you interviewed me, which was extensive. One of the things you have to understand about Whitney is she hates talking about herself on the show. <laughs> I know, like I just hate that too. hates talking about herself on the show. <clears throat> I like really to focus funny. on the people we're interviewing. <laughs> although technically, I am also an interviewee yeah. in this one. Um, you're gonna make the audience it's so work in your Okay, brief rundown. Um, I started doing theater whenever I was probably, well, for reals in kindergarten, I got to play the Herald of the Lord in our church play and let everybody know that baby Jesus was arrived. Um, but I think. <laughs> that is Damn, okay. Rihanna's like, yeah, and then you just like caught on fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sixth grade is whenever I decided that I was definitely going to be an actor and started pursuing acting and theater around my town and then went to the high school that I did because it had a strong performing arts program um, and then, you know, went on and did uh, college and uh, eventually a master's degree and all that and I also do film and uh, TV as well as theater, um, which as you guys were talking, I had a question for, you know, a couple of us do film and theater. How do you Real guys... Real quick, this is the last question. All right, how do you guys change how you, or do you change how you perform between film and theater? Like, what techniques do you use, or do you? Volume is the only difference for me. Yeah. Volume um, is the only difference. Yeah. Well, so some of my, my facial expressions are, are less exaggerated. I feel like more me, mm -hmm. like, if we're just talking that's you know but then when we're on stage like some of my stuff is like much bigger you yeah know, just because it's I guess how it has to be um yeah okay it's a little broader versus yeah, internalized yeah, yeah. okay All so right. one more weekend of the show mm -hmm. yes <laughs> uh where can they get information buy tickets all that stuff. Where do they go? Where do they go? So uh, go Google Lamplighters, or it's uh, I believe LamplightersTheater.com. It's Lamplighters La Mesa, and uh, I love sick. Is it dot org? Oh, are we in org? Whoa! <laughs> I might have made that up. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. All right. Oh, and the music is fantastic. It's the, my favorite thing. Oh, everyone's oh, yes. jamming. The music, music is, is great. The best. It's really enjoyable. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it tonight. Yay. All right. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thank you for joining us once again on the Intellectual Podcast. If you're looking for more things to listen to, be sure to check out the Gunna Geek Network. We're a proud member of Gunna Geek. You can find all sorts of fantastic content at Gunna Geek network.com and uh, while you're there be sure to check out the podcast all things good and nerdy uh, this week they take a look at movie pass and uh, host chris uh, explains some of movie passes issues and why he's ready to cancel the service and anthony has all the details on the final acquisition of fox by disney check it out this week on all things good and nerdy another member of the gunna geek network at gunna geek